Now the news. I'm Shane Bigham. Chinese Premier Li Chung will attend the upcoming World Economic Forum annual meeting and pay an official visit to Switzerland and Ireland starting from Sunday. The Chinese Foreign Ministry says China looks forward to taking the opportunity to promote global economic recovery and work with all participant nations to jointly tackle common challenges. Meantime, Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi will visit Egypt, Tunisia, Togo and Cote d'Ivoire from Saturday. Afterwards, the senior diplomat will also make a stop in Brazil and then in Jamaica. The Foreign Ministry notes that the trip is expected to further enhance mutual friendship and political trust and boost cooperation in various fields. Chinese Commerce Minister Wang Wentao's expressed concerns over recent U.S. sanctions against Chinese enterprises. During a phone call with U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, Wang said the meeting between the two heads of state last November set an important tone for bilateral trade. He added that the two sides should play a positive role in creating cooperation opportunities for their enterprises. Wang also conveyed concerns about curbs in exports of lithography machines to China and chip supply chain investigations. A Chinese envoy has called on the international community to facilitate the resumption of peace talks between Russia and Ukraine. Gong Shuang says China is deeply concerned and saddened by the ongoing conflict between the two neighboring countries. The deputy permanent representative to the United Nations urged all parties to exercise common restraint and do their utmost to protect civilians. Gong also stressed that China always stands on the side of peace and dialogue and will continue to push for a political settlement of the Ukraine crisis. The International Court of Justice at The Hague's begun a two-day hearing looking into Israel's alleged crimes in Gaza. The case, filed by South Africa, accuses Israel of committing genocide against Palestinians in Gaza. Tel Aviv has dismissed the claims as preposterous and baseless. Johannes Pleschberger has details. South Africa is still denouncing here in The Hague uh, Israel of committing a genocide and uh, South African representatives have used the word apartheid, they've used the words uh, genocidal acts committed by Israel, but they've also mentioned that South Africa is condemning the Hamas attacks on October 7, where over a thousand Israeli people were killed. Over 23,000 Palestinians were killed in Gaza so far. Now there are two factors that are needed to pronounce some sort of genocide. It's, it's excessive killing of people and destruction and also the intent of genocide. Um, quotes by Israeli politicians, far-right politicians that have uh, gone in that direction which are being used by South Africa here in The Hague. A state of emergency has been declared in Papua New Guinea's capital after at least 16 people were killed in rioting. Authorities have mobilized more than a thousand troops to help maintain peace and order. The unrest started after police and public servants discovered their pay had been reduced by up to 50 percent. Government officials have blamed this on administrative error. The country's prime minister is appealing for calm and has vowed to fix the problem. The Chinese embassy says two Chinese citizens were injured in the chaos. Papua New Guinea's promised protection and compensation for Chinese citizens and enterprises. China's automobile production hit 30 million units in 2023. That's up 11.6 percent. Sales also reached 30 million units, an increase of 12 percent. Data from the China Association of Automobile Manufacturers also shows the country exported over 4.9 million vehicles to overseas markets during the period, surging 58 percent. Official Fu Bingfeng with the association says the country was likely the world's largest auto exporter in the past year. It took China 55 years to reach the annual export milestone of 1 million from scratch. 
In 2021, the exports exceeded 2 million, and in 2023, China exported 4.9 million vehicles, approaching 5 million. According to Swiss banking group UBS, China's auto sector is expected to hold a third of global market share by 2030. That's almost twice the level seen in 2022. China's introduced five new measures to make it easier for foreign nationals to enter the country for business, study and tourism. Under the new rules that came into effect on Thursday, foreign nationals can transit through nine key airports, including Beijing, Shanghai and Guangzhou, for up to 24 hours without going through immigration procedures. And that's the news. I'm Shane Bigham.